Welcome to the Engineering Emotions and Energy Podcast, where you can relax, recharge, and reconnect. And now, your host, Justin Wink. Welcome to the show. Today, going to be talking about why you're a disappointment. You don't want to be a disappointment, do you? I don't think anybody does, unless they are trying to stick it to somebody. But then, aren't you a little bit proud of what you're doing if you succeed in being the disappointment you always wanted to be? So I submit, you don't want to be a disappointment, either to yourself or to others, and yet I'm guessing you've probably been a disappointment, if not once, maybe more than you'd like to admit, maybe even if not to other people, maybe even to your own standards. Sometimes we have the highest standards for ourselves and disappoint ourselves more often than maybe we're even consciously aware of or would even like to admit. So today... That's what I'm talking about. And then we're going to talk about how not to be a disappointment. Spoiler alert, it's easier than you might think. First, I would like to talk about a little book update. Uh, as I mentioned on the last episode, the book has been submitted for copy edit. Got some edits in for the cover. The initial book cover looking phenomenal. If you're one of my VIPs, you already got to see what the first concept art of the book cover looks like. The big news is I've set a launch date. I'm not going to reveal it on this show today. Not ready yet. I want to make sure I let my VIPs know first, and I haven't let them know yet. So there's still some time for you to join the VIP list and be one of the first to find out when Engineered to Love, Going Beyond Success to Fulfillment, Using Practical Tools to Relax, Recharge, and Reconnect. Join the VIP list. It's really easy. JustinWink.com forward slash VIP. Just sign up, and then you'll be one of the first to be informed. You'll get to have the option of getting the book at the lowest possible price and with the most fun bonuses. And I'm still working those out, but you're likely going to be, you know, some fun companion audios, worksheets, uh, lots of cool other stuff that still to be created. And you can have a chance to, you know, let me know, hey, Justin, I would like this uh, to be as part of the bonus. This will make me feel important. It's very important. Yeah, justinwink.com slash VIP. So back to being a disappointment. (laughs) I know in my life, and I know a lot of the clients I've worked with, that that's that's often a thing that's come up is just like, oh, just not feeling good enough, like a disappointment. And often, and this is where it gets a little tricky, I know I have, and I know many people, and probably if you're listening, you might be one of them, or maybe you know someone who does, Work your ass off to not be a disappointment, to do everything you're supposed to do, be what you're supposed to be for how people want you to be, be able to come up to your own standards, which you might not even know where your standards came from, but they're probably higher than most people. I uh, I always like the George Carlin line. Um, it's a little out of context here, but I think you'll figure out where I'm going with it. But he says, think of how stupid the average person is. Now remember that half of them are stupider than that. So when you think of, you know, how how often the average person hits the mark, half of them miss the mark even more than that. And so give yourself a fair shake. And this is really about changing that perspective on what it means to disappoint. Because what is a disappointment? It's when something doesn't come up to expectations. So someone's expecting one thing, and they get another. No one likes that. 
The only surprises people like usually is like good things, like a surprise birthday party or surprise check in the mail. But like to not get something that you wanted, that's not fun. Lately at work, uh, and as many of you know, I still do work a, a tech job. Uh, got got put on a, a very busy program to cover for someone out going out for medical leave, and uh, I I asked to have someone assist me on that. Someone that's newer to the company and just newer to the working at a large company in general. And they're like, "Yeah, it'd be great for their, for this this uh, you know new new engineer to come up to speed and learn a lot of stuff." Because I've now been been at this over. 12, 13 years after after finishing my PhD. And we're to the point where uh, we need to provide status updates. From our point of view, what our responsibility in the program is to the uh, program leadership. So, you know, we're talking high-level folks here at a relatively large corporation. So, you know, like, like director level-ish, and possibly then that message could get bubbled up. So I was working with the, the, the new engineer, or, you know, new compared to me anyway, of, hey, we, we need to get all this information from other people because we're effectively doing technical program management, which means that uh, there's other people that are doing most of the work. Just we need to make sure that they're aware of what needs to be done, how to do it, not actually how to do their work, but how to bubble up so that it's easy for everyone to know what, what it is they did, where it's at. And so I was working yesterday uh, with this engineer and going... Yeah, I know you sent out one email to this, this group of like 10 people asking them to do this thing, and many of them, they're just going to do it. Yet, there's a good number. They like to, they're either just really busy, or maybe they just like to get information a certain way, like not email, like they like to get an instant message, or they like a call, or they like meetings. So it's on us to figure out how to let these people know what's needed in their way. And more importantly, when it's time for our update, it's not so important exactly where we're doing, and you might be going, Justin, where is this leading? I'm going to get to that and how it fits in with disappointments. Trust me, it fits in. Is It doesn't really matter so much what we've gotten accomplished or what everyone else has gotten accomplished. We might not even have gotten reports back from anybody, but if we're really clear on here's what we did to get the updates from everybody, and here's the information we have now, and here's what we're going to do next, that is going to go far better than if we got 99% of the things done, but that 1%, we really didn't put much effort into figuring out how to get completed, and we had no idea what we were going to do next with it, and we just pretended like it wasn't an issue. That latter case, where we really didn't communicate it clearly, is going to be far worse than if we quote-unquote didn't do as much, but we're really clear on what we did do, what the current status is, and what we're going to do next. And this was sort of new and coming along, and I know he's going to do great because he's just phenomenal, coming up to speed quickly, and and he might even come up with better ways than I am, which is really awesome, which is something I always love to see. So where does his face come in with for disappointment? Disappointment is an expectation that somebody has that is not fulfilled. It's falling short. How do you do that? It's pretty easy. Once you let go of that not wanting to be a disappointment, you can no longer then be a disappointment. First, it requires acceptance of where you're at, what you're capable of, who you are. Like, you know, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What do you desire? And then what are you afraid of? And what do you have just no interest in? What is it that you want to avoid? Really get clear on what that is. 
it, you can't ignore it. You got to just accept it. It's sort of like you can't really work on reducing your body fat if you're not going to admit that there's body fat that needs to be lost. You got to start with where you're at. So when you accept that, that's the first thing. Then after that, being really willing to be vulnerable and to share that with the other people in your life. Because I know so often it's like, I I didn't want to say that, oh, I can't do this by myself or admit that I needed help or admit that I didn't want to do that. Because sometimes there's things we just don't want to do in life and that's okay. We don't have to want to do everything just because somebody asks us to. And I found more and more that if I go like, hey, this is what I want. This is my boundary. Then the other person knows exactly where they stand and what works for me. Like one area that's been coming up for me very recently where I've noticed where it starts as a little bit of, I'm disappointed, I'm feeling hurt, yet thanks to me, no, it doesn't go to where it used to go in the past, which is me being angry and upset and frustrated. Because when we, we're not vulnerable and we don't share our capabilities and our desires and our wants and our fears with people, where that goes is that at, at best, we're just not having a good time. We're, we're feeling maybe you know frustrated, we're feeling burnt out feeling exhausted at just not being good enough and not feeling like there's enough time to do the things that we're committing to doing. At worst, it's resulting in extreme burnout. It's resulting in maybe some behaviors that are unhealthful to ourselves, like compensating or coping with maybe, you know, alcohol, other types of acting out, or maybe some sort of other addictive behaviors, or it's getting like really angry and frustrated and maybe doing something hurtful towards someone else, like yelling at them or, or whatever, but just something that it's it's not good because it doesn't feel good to feel like a disappointment, like not good enough. And we want to feel important. And that's where sometimes anger comes in is it's a mechanism that lets us take up some space and go like, fuck it, I'm here. I matter. So it's really important to figure out what matters, what's important, so that then you as the individual can find a way to make that happen And it might be in saying, and so here's what came up for me is people being late to meetings. And this happened like several times in the past week. And even with a a client who's a great guy, and this was the second time he showed up late. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to have to be really clear about my late policy going going forward. Uh, I, I know I haven't said anything, so this is a little bit on me. But I realized that it was on it was on me that I wasn't clear with what works for me when someone's being late or not. And for me, if someone's going to be more than ten minutes late, I want to go on with my life. I want to just be done and go on to the next thing, like done end of story. Um, between five and ten minutes, there better be some communication of like, yeah, on the way, it's happening, whatever, because things happen. I get it. I got things I want to do. I got things I care about, and time is really one of the most valuable things to me. And I'd be honest, I feel like it should be one of the most valuable things to you because you don't know how much time you have. All I know is it's it's limited, uh, you know, this this round anyway. it's That amount of time is limited. We don't know what that limit is. So it really is more valuable than any amount of money because you're not getting any extra. So it's important. And that's one of the reasons why I value my time and I want others to value it. The only way they'll value it is if I'm clear in communicating how much I value it and what are my boundaries and what I will do if I feel like it's not being valued. And if I can do that up front, it's going to be really clear and I'm not going to be disappointed because I will have taken care of myself in expressing what I want, what I don't want, what I fear, and what doesn't work for me. So what areas of your life have you noticed that maybe you're not being vulnerable with 
what you're truly capable of, of what you want, what you don't want. Because like the time thing, other people don't give a shit. Some people like, they're totally cool. If people show up late or not at all, doesn't bother them. They're able to flow, go in and out, and that's how they roll. And it's all cool. Just that doesn't work for me. And sometimes I'm like, maybe I want to practice and be a little bit more relaxed. For certain things, if I don't want to and I don't have to, I'm not going to. It's on me to communicate that, though, and be clear. And again, when it comes to disappointment, just about anything that you might consider disappointing can actually be flipped and be considered a great accomplishment. It really is just who's doing the viewing, who's looking at it, how they're looking at it. Like I said, that being a late thing, that could be somebody going like valuing the present moment of whatever they were doing in the past instead of worrying about their future appointment, making sure they're on time. I totally see the different points of view and neither one's good or bad. It's just what serves you best based off of what it is you want to accomplish, what it is you want to experience in your life. I was talking with a friend and one of the big things to me where in so many ways when I view it, it's like this is just a bunch of disappointing nonsense and that is the entertainment industry, Hollywood blockbusters, just this idea that there's people, their whole whole role, their whole job is to become as empty as possible so that then somebody else can fill them with words, ideas, and emotions, and then they're just going to blabber that out while somebody's recording and stuff. These people are called actors. And I'm sure that there's many of these actors, their parents have been like, well, you're such a disappointment. Yet there's tons of people on earth that with the Oscars, the Grammys, there's countless awards and accolades and the amount of money that go like, this is one of the finest crafts, one of the finest things a human being could be possibly doing on earth. And, you know, just going on to just even thinking about, I don't know, I got a little lost in thought and whatever, and perhaps I'm disappointing you at this moment. And that's that's okay. I'm, But I'm letting you know that I got lost in thought or lost in my train of thought, but we're going back. Like this, I'm not perfect, and you don't have to be perfect. What I do promise is to show up, to do my best, and find ways to share ways that you may, might not necessarily have to have the feelings that you've been having about things in the exact same way. It doesn't mean that you'll never feel like a disappointment again. Somebody else might never disappoint you. Yet, wouldn't it be great if that could happen just a little bit less? And so you could experience some of these other emotions a little bit more. So then it's really about living a balanced life where you get the full spectrum of being a, a, an amazing, beautiful human that sometimes you're going to want to do something and sometimes it's just not going to work out. Maybe just not in the way you expected yet you did your best and that's often all you can ask of yourself and all you can ask of other people when the best just maybe isn't up to another standard maybe it's just time to drop that standard because really where did a lot of these standards even come from somebody made it up at some point and only if going towards that standard brings you joy brings you pleasure brings you satisfaction brings you growth i say go for it like for me to get my phd there were certain criteria I had to I had to meet, certain classes I had to take, GPA had to be maintained, then certain exams, then I had to do some writing, I had to get some publications, had to do some research, had to get certain individuals to sign off, all these things. And they're all made up. Just a number of people have decided we're going to choose to live by these standards. And if anybody wants to get signed off on us, get their doctorate at this institution, you're going to have to do it too. So does it mean anything? Only if I want it to, only if you want it to. So whatever it is you endeavor to be, do, experience, have in your life, 
whoever you wish to have in your life, go for it if it feels like it's bringing something of value to you. And as you're on that path, have that awareness, have that acceptance of yourself, and then have that courage to be vulnerable, to express where you're at to the people involved so that they can go, yeah, you're just another human like I am and you're doing your best. And I said, thank you. Okay. I'm not going to expect you to be perfect. And thanks for letting me know that you're not going to be able to be on time. That's just how you roll. And I'll find a way to engage with you in a way that, that allows me to not be disappointed because nobody wants to be a disappointment. Nobody wants to be disappointed. If you're open, vulnerable, communicate, then nobody has to be disappointing. Nobody has to be disappointed. You can just be you and you can just enjoy the process, the growth, the fulfillment, the fun, the joy, the love that comes along with all of that. So with that, thank you so much for being here. Do remember, go to justinwink.com slash VIP to find out about the engineered to love going beyond success to fulfillment. As soon as I get stuff out, you'll be the one first to know. Thank you so much. Take care and good day. If you want to contact the show, email me at podcast at justinwink.com. That's Justin, W-E-N-C-K. And find me on social media, Justin Wink PhD on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, and YouTube. And if you want ways so that you can relax, recharge, and reconnect, find the Tuesday 20 every Tuesday at 12.05 p.m. Pacific. It's only 20 minutes, and it's going to get you relaxed, recharged, and reconnected. It's on YouTube, and it's on Facebook. So looking forward to seeing you there.